Hey, Kirk, what's up, man? Hey, Greg, long time no chat. Yeah. All right, dude, you uh, you ready to talk some fancy football? Yes, let's get it, get it on. All right, hey, yeah, so we're halfway through our final ranking show. We did the running backs and wide receivers already. Uh, I'm sure you've listened to one. You haven't been able to don't listen to the other due to some. It, it's been published. I don't understand what the problem is. I just oh. published it. Uh, all right, well. I guess uh, the second half is where we've got quarterbacks and uh, tight ends still to get through. We're going to do the quarterback show today. Mm-hmm. So this one will be a little bit quicker as we're only going through, uh, you know, well, actually, let, let's go through our consensus, the top 15 here. Uh, we'll talk about some others, um, but we'll, we'll get through this quickly. And then, you know, if anybody's still awake, then we can talk about tight ends, uh, do another quick show on that too. Yeah. The fancy boys and tight ends. <laughs> All right. Hey, the the only piece of news, and we kind of hit on it last show, is that uh, Adrian Peterson was visiting Washington. Well, he has signed there. Uh, again, don't know how significant that is. Um, he has more upside than I think, you know, Rob Kelly or P. Ryan, but that may be two or three games a year, and good luck picking which games that's going to be. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready? Yes. Fired up. All right. So – Getting into our final quarterback rankings, uh, again, Kirk, you and I typically p- play leagues where that's six points per passing touchdown, so that was our assumption going into this. So uh, not that they would deviate too much from, from four point, but um, there's at least one or two players where that affected my thoughts. So the consensus number one, actually we have two players here tied for number one. First one is – is a guy that I picked as my number one, Kirk, you had as your number two, and that's Russell Wilson. Uh, he was the overall number one quarterback last year. He was number two in points per game, only to be behind Deshaun Watson. Uh, they That offensive line is bad. They're still not going to be able to run the ball, I think, very well, even though they have some more talent there. And I, I just think he is that entire offense, and he's looked great in the preseason, and I don't look for that to change. Yeah, the, uh, the one good thing uh... – which is not good for Seattle, but good for him is that their defense, I, I don't imagine if it's going to be as dominant as, as it's been in years past. So he may, uh, may be more active in trying to put points on the board and maybe uh, pressing. And so that's, that's always good for fantasy football. Bad defenses uh, lead to good offenses. <laughs> there you go. Well, they can lead to, to yardage anyway. Yeah, Passing, passing points, yardage, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, no surprise. Our other consensus number one, tie for number one, is Aaron Rodgers. I have him behind Russell Wilson. Kirk, you have him as your overall number one. Uh, what do you like about a hey, Rod? Well, as a as Devontae Adams moves up my board in my mind, um, I think Aaron Rodgers is is just he's gonna you know bounce back and just light it up. I, I he has Jimmy Graham, which I know you don't you're not as high on him, but no. He's going to be a reliable uh, uh, fallback target for him, so I think he's I think he's set up to have a pretty good offense. And whoever is that running back seems to produce. So I feel like you know it's it's all full steam ahead for him. Yeah, I mean the thing with him is you know you're getting touchdowns. He's the one where you know in a six point touchdown passing league he he moves up because he'll have 35 touchdowns. Uh, so you're right. Um, Here's the difference between the two, though, between him and Russell Wilson. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going right now in the late third round, around the 311. 
Russell Wilson is going at the six oh four. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh Aaron Rodgers won't be on any of my teams. Um Russell Wilson may be the first quarterback that I actually consider. Sixth round is still kind of early for me, but I will at least give him a, a, a look see. Yeah, and and you know Drew Brees is is down there as well. Is like, are you really losing that much by waiting till the seventh or possibly eighth round to get a Drew Brees? Right. Yeah. You know, the, there's the gap isn't isn't worth it. Yep. Okay. Hey, so, so this one cracks me up. Let's move on to our consensus. Number three, this one cracks me up and I'll tell you why is when we first started doing the rankings, you said, I don't know how anybody could have Deshaun Watson in their top five. And when we did the rankings in April, you had him ranked at number five. Yeah. Now you have him ranked at number three. I have him ranked as my number four quarterback. He's our consensus. Uh, look, he he led the league in points per game last year. He was explosive, uh, put up numbers uh, last year that Aaron Rodgers never even had the points per game uh, that Deshaun Watson put up last year. The only player that's done it in recent history and who did a little bit better was Peyton Manning in his historic year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even if he's 80% of what he did last year, that's still a top six quarterback. Um, there's a lot of risk that goes with him though. I mean, it was such a small sample size. You don't know if you're getting that. We've seen that a lot with young rookie, especially running quarterbacks where, you know, Robert Griffin, the third busts on the scene and then teams kind of figure him out. The one thing though, is Deshaun Watson's going late in the fourth round. Um, so I don't like that, but overall, I, I think he will have another good season. Well, if, if I've proven anything in, in this uh, podcast, I've proven my ability to change my mind. Um, and whether, whether it happens organically to where I just forget what I, I thought about somebody. And then once I look at him again, I get a fresh look and I, I feel differently or I've been convinced in some way, shape or form. Uh, so I'd like to say I'm, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded about, uh, fantasy football and just about everything in life. So, Mm. Okay. Uh, well, that, that's great insight on you. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Deshaun Watson? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm starting to I'm starting to get get um, uh, puts a lot more value on 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 Hopkins, and I think I think Lamar Miller is is going to be a solid option for him. I think Will Fuller is going to be pretty. I think they again they they start they're 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 clicking. Um, all the boxes that I like, uh, so I, I think he's he's set to have a pretty good year. So that's why I'm I'm a big fan of his right now. I, I he won't be on any of my teams because he'll be drafted too high. But um, possibly in a, in a dynasty dynasty league, he'd be someone I'd look at and say, yeah, do I they... want him or do I want other guys that are probably more valuable? So yeah, the issue with him in the dynasty is, you know, especially, you know, doing mock drafts on the sleeper app is, you know, he's going quick second, second round, yeah. early third round. He's the first quarterback off the board. And, um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, interesting stuff. All right. Moving on to consensus. Number four is Cam Newton. I have him at number three. Kirk, you have him at number five. Uh, you know, you look at the top four quarterbacks we just mentioned. And three out of the four, Wilson, Watson, and Newton, arguably, uh, you know, they are three of the four best rushing quarterbacks. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is the, the other. But 
But that is why those guys are more valuable. And you can say what you want about the scoring system for quarterbacks. Just rushing quarterbacks are more valuable in fantasy football. Cam Newton's no exception. Uh, he had almost 800 yards last year. Uh, he's got, you know, Greg Olson back. McCaffrey, another year with him. They had the, the highest uh, drafted receiver coming out this year, DJ Moore. Uh, there's a lot to like about that that team, and I think he is going to roll and have another great year. Yeah, he had a he had a pretty pretty sad year last year, but even still, with eight yards rushing and six touchdowns, yeah, that 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 makes that. What, why do you think he had a sad year last year? He's only 3,300 yards. He he was all. I mean, getting close to 50-50 on touchdowns, interceptions. So it wasn't a very good year for him. He, he was the number two overall and fifth in points per game. But what my point is, is because he had eight, almost had 800 yards and six touchdowns, that brought him uh, – he's still – he's always going to be relevant uh, in, in fantasy football. But you look at his quarterback play, it wasn't yeah. great. He did have well, – he had games to where he would – three touchdowns, four touchdowns, no interceptions, which, you know, statistically is fantastic. But then he had just complete duds and – you know, which was disappointing for somebody who's supposed to be that good. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, his, I mean, that's when you're looking at his passing stat line. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a, a inaccurate, low completion percentage guy. Yeah. And his value comes with the, uh, with the rushing yardage and touchdowns, six rushing touchdowns last year. That's huge. So uh, I would, uh, you know, and, and the other thing too, is he's, he's pretty affordable right now. He is, He's actually the sixth quarterback being drafted, and he's going in the middle of the seventh round. So he's even more affordable than some of the other guys we talked about. So. Okay. All right. Uh, number five consensus is Tom Brady. I have him at number five. Kirk, you have him at number four. Uh, you know, he, last preseason game, he looked great. Uh, it, you know, we always seem to maybe early in the year kind of downplay him because it looks like they're losing – you know, that he's lost targets, uh, you know, loses Brandon Cooks. Some of his running backs are banged up, and we kind of hold that against him. But it really doesn't seem to matter who he has. Uh, I will say this, though. Last year, um, you know, I did I did have him last year. And end-of-season stats, you know, were, were fine. He was a quarterback number six in points per game, and that's fine. But it did not feel like it. He had two great games to start. Um, but the rest of the year, he just it just seemed very mediocre at best for him. Um, you know, I mean, he had a lot of quarterback number one weeks, but they just seemed to be low end quarterback number one. And other than those two games early on, he didn't win any weeks for you. Well, yeah, in fantasy world, yeah, it, yeah. Well, th- this is a this is a fantasy football show, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> let's talk about Kirk some more. Yeah. Well, what I, what, what, you know, stark contrast, you know, you, you from him, from Cam Newton to him, uh, Cam Newton looked piss poor with quarterback stats and fantastic with rushing. Uh, poor old Tom, 4,500 yards, almost 4,600 yards, which is a fantastic season. Great touchdown. The interception ratio 32 to eight. Uh, he, he struggled when he got out of the pocket. Uh, his 25 carries amounted to 28 yards. So, it, I mean, hey, don't he's, fall, he's falling forward. Field. He's falling forward. 
He's, yes, yes. He had lots of negative carries. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so don't count on him to uh, spring out for a couple touchdowns rushing the ball. Well, he, you know, he, he, again, unlike Ben Roethlisberger and some other quarterbacks, he's not afraid to sneak the ball. So he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's given the, the liberty to do so. Yeah, yeah. He's. I was given that liberty in eighth grade, but Ben Roethlisberger wasn't given that liberty last year. All right. Anyway. He's undersized. On. He's undersized. Yeah, hopefully the new coach puts that play in. Uh, all right, uh, number six consensus: Drew Brees. Uh, I have him at number seven. Kirk, you have him at number six. Um, uh, you know the the thing with it, that team's going to be good. Uh, he's been historically great. Last year was a, a really not a great year for him. Uh, <laughs> what you disagree? Well, no, no, it's I I didn't. When you said that, I'm scrolling down thinking, yeah, I don't remember him playing that well. But again, his bad year is 4,300 yards. Right. But he, he only had four weeks where he was a quarterback number one last year. Yeah, he was in the 20s with the touchdown, which is unusual for him. He's- You're right. And, and that was the thing is they scored a lot of rushing touchdowns last year. I look for that, uh, the, you know, the pendulum to swing back to where at least he, you know, I mean, I think that is their identity. They, they want to run the ball and. You know, they have a good defense. They found success with that last year. But he's going to be better than he was uh, just efficiency-wise. Um, again, don't look for the old Drew Brees, the, you know, 5,000 yards and, and 36 touchdowns. But he'll definitely be better than last year. Right. All right, consensus number seven, Kirk Cousins. I have it number six. Kirk, you have it number eight. Uh, arguably the best, you know, one-two punch for receivers in the league. Great running back, very good tight end. Uh, even even some of the backup receivers have some talent, good offensive lines. So there's a lot to like about him. It's just a matter of, you know, new system, uh, new team. Sometimes there's some growing pains with that, but uh, it looks like he's 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 been a top six guy the last several years, and now he goes into a better situation. So his big thing is he needs, he needs more passing touchdowns because he always was a big yardage guy, just – would be in the mid twenties for touchdowns. So, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree with that. All right. You know, my feelings on him. I love, yeah. I love him uh, probably more than his value's worth. Uh, but you know, uh, and, gosh, I would like to, I would like to have him on my team in other leagues, but I think I, too high. He's, he's going to go too high for me. Well, he's going right now in the eighth, Eighth pick of the eighth round. I think that's affordable. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, you know, our our mantra is, you know, if you can wait wait for Stafford, Rivers, Ben, those kind of guys, you can wait two two rounds to get those guys. But uh, I was actually really surprised when, you know, when we did these back these picks back in April or our rankings. I had them at number ten and you had them at seven. Now this time I have them at six and you have them at eight. So. I've risen on him where you've you just know. stayed the same. I mean, I, I think, I think some of the other guys up front, um, you know, I, I, maybe, I, maybe I switched him up a little bit, but you know, he's, it's about the same for me. Yeah. I was shocked that I had him above you, but uh, all right, moving on. Uh, number consensus, number eight, big Ben uh, quarterback for the Steelers. I have him at number eight. Kirk, you have him at number nine much like Cousins has, I, I think, the best weapons in the league. It's just a matter of consistency for him. And if he can do it on the road, 
because he always does it at home. He always has big games at home. But uh, I, I think this is the year where Big Ben has, you know, almost, you know, top three upside. Um, he just never seems to pull through when when everything's aligned for him. But I think, you know, having him as the number eight quarterback is a conservative. That That's almost his floor, I think, for how he'll do this year. Right. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, he's, again, he's in our wheelhouse as far as where he gets drafted. Right. I mean, he, yeah, let's see. Right now he is going as the 14th quarterback taken, the 11th pick of the 10th round. I will have a lot of Ben Roethlisberger's on my teams. <laughs> at least, at least three of them. <laughs> There's enough of him to go around. Yeah, no, yeah, no, <laughs> a lot of burgers yeah a lot of burgers uh all right uh so this next one is kind of a funky funky one obviously we had different mindsets when we ranked this player and that's carson wentz at number nine uh, i have him at number 12 kirk you have him at seven uh it seems to me and don't let me speak for you but it's looking like you're thinking he's gonna step right in and and you know play that play the entire year and and be back to full health. Is that the case? That's yeah. I'm 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 assuming I'm assuming full health and some shaking some rust off. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't anticipate the MVP uh, form from last year. But I think he's going to be damn good, darn good. Uh, I yeah, I have some concerns about the injury. Um, you know, but the thing is, like Nick Foles has been getting banged up this preseason too. So that may thrust him back earlier than they want, you know, 13 games last year. He had, he had 33 touchdown passes, uh, just his efficiency. I mean, it seemed like he, he was passing for three, four touchdowns every game and on not a lot of pass attempts. I think you'll see those numbers go down, not because he's worse, just because, I mean, it's just not sustainable. So, you know, Alshon Jeffrey, their number one, his number one receiving threat is is banged up. Uh, Zach Ertz has has missed some time in camp, so I I, I see some some regression there. But um, again, he's 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 still going too high in drafts. Uh, you know, he's going in the seventh round to me for a guy with question marks on his health. I'm not picking him in the seventh round. Yeah, and it's there's a there's a you know when you're when I'm ranking him, uh, you know, I I think I think I, I rank him on reputation. Um, probably more so than um, output, you know. Like I, I'm, kind, I'm, I'm with you on what you're saying. Is but I feel like he's, he's, he's in, in my mind. He is. He's definitely in the top ten of those quarterbacks based on what he's played. And if he's healthy, you know, Tom Brady came back after a knee injury and was fine. And I'm not saying he's of the same caliber, but all the other football players uh, seem to think he was the second best football player in the, in the league was, you know, are, are they wrong? Right. Uh, no, no. I, I, but no, but, but, but uh, you know, Brady tore his knee up in the first play of the first game where Carson Wentz got hurt in week 14. I, I think that's the, it does make, it does make a difference, especially with him being mobile. Um, you know, it's going to, you know, how, that takes away the threat. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's hard to rank him. So that's why I'm, he's, he's probably lower than he would be if he was healthy um, and a little bit higher based on the fact that I think he's, he's that good. 
Okay. Number 10 here, uh, Andrew Luck. I have him at nine. Kirk, you have him at 11. He was, he was your pooper pick. Yep. Uh, when we did the dud. So obviously you're, you're calling for a little bit of a bust year for him, or maybe, uh, the fact that he's a bad value. I disagree. I think, you know, I, I have him at number nine. And if I knew that he was a hundred percent healthy, he would be a top five guy for me. I think I will have a lot of Ben Roethlisberger's and well, I actually, I can't say it anymore. I was going to say, and a lot of Andrew Lux, but he is, it seems like after he's played in preseason, he is going way up the draft chart. You used to be able to get him in the 10th, 11th round. Now he's going at the eight Oh two. He is the eighth quarterback coming off the board right now in drafts. Yeah. It, it, ranking and, you know, and keeping in mind that I think he's going to be a dud. I think the expectation is he's, he's a top 10 quarterback, but uh, yeah, I, I, for some reason, I feel like he's going to have an unlucky year. Oh, boo. Ugh. Yeah, he's on a bad team. Uh, he's, he's, on a, he's on a really bad team, and he, he may only have your one fantasy uh, player worth it other than him, and it could be uh, T.Y. Hilton. So that's why I think it's going to be a struggle for him to be good. Okay. Number 11, Phillip Rivers. I have at 11. Kirk, you have at 10. Uh, what more can you say? I think we, we both love him. You know, he had 4,500 yards last year was very, you know, very efficient the year before without Keenan Allen, he threw for a ton of touchdowns and a ton of, but, but a ton of interceptions, his receivers right now are, are looking great with yeah. Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams and Mike Williams, who looks to, he may have a breakout year. Uh, unfortunately he lost Hunter Henry in the preseason, but this team is going to be very good and, uh, this may be this may be the best team that he's had there in San Diego. Yeah, I, yeah, we're. It, it is amazing that he never gets drafted or has any higher value at all, and he's really good every year. All right, um, number twelve, Matt Stafford. I have a ten. Kirk, you have a thirteen. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of similar to a Rivers. He's just. Uh, he's just steady. I mean, he's, you know, he, we, we have him on our team. It seems like a lot, uh, you know, if, if you're looking for a guy who can con- consistently throw for over 300 yards and, you know, be the focal point of his team, that's Matt Stafford. I mean, uh, the thing with him and, you know, it was kind of like Jordan Howard last year is like, you don't realize how good some of his games are because for the first three and a half quarters, they're not that good. And then right. the, the yards just start piling on, at the end and, and uh, you know, that that's just always my feeling with him is it, it doesn't feel great during the season, but he always ends up doing, doing just fine. Uh, I know some of the fantasy experts this year are very high on him. They, they have him, you know, maybe as a top six guy. Again, I think with rivers and Ben and Andrew luck, all, you know, th- this is the type of guy I will go after in drafts right now. He's going, and the back of the ninth round. Well, and there's and there's a lot of confidence having him as a quarterback because you know volume's going to be there. He's always going to get a lot of passing attempts. They're almost never in 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 a in a running game mode. I mean that may change a little bit this year because ideally their running backs will be better. But with them, I don't know. The last time they had a, a hundred yard rusher was I think like Reggie Bush when he played. For, it was one. T- so they, they never have a running game 
uh, of any worse. So that's always reassuring to know at the end of the day, he's going to be chucking the ball, um, you know, 30, 40 at sometimes 50 times a game. So that's, that's good to wait on him and get all, all that volume. Yeah. There was only 13,000 yard receivers last year. He had two of them on his team and golden Tate and Marvin Jones. So those guys should be primed for another good year. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Galladay. And Kenny Galladay. Uh, no more Eric Ebron, though. I know it breaks your heart. I know. He was, uh, he was a very crucial part of a trade. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan comes in at consensus 13. I have him at 13. Kirk, you have him at 12. Um, I, you know, I, I think he'll bounce back. He's He really does that. He has fantastic years. I mean, like league winning type years. And then he goes and becomes a quarterback number two. Well, last year he was a quarterback number two and yeah, it, that offense just had a down year. I think they'll bounce back. Uh, he's got some great weapons, uh, both at the running back and receiver position. We're both high on Austin Hooper this year. So look for him to, you know, wouldn't be surprised if he's a, if he's a middle of the pack quarterback, number one, that he has that type of upside. Yeah. Taking a glance at last year. Um, I've never seen a, "Quote unquote elite t- style quarterback have so many one touchdown games. Um, so yeah, I I can't I can't imagine that's going to be the same this year. He's gotta he's gotta bounce back like you said and probably have if not an MVP style season, but he's gonna have a great season. All right, so so that does it for quarterbacks where we both had in the top fifteen. Uh, our number 14 Ooh. and number 15 ranked uh, quarterbacks uh, are just standalones. The the other person did not have them ranked. So let's talk about our 14s. Uh, my 14 was Blake Bortles. Kirk, yours was Jared Goff. I want to talk about Blake Bortles. Remember, he was my extreme value, my sleeper pick. Uh, he right now is being drafted as the 27th quarterback being taken. Uh at the four, his average draft position is the fourteen oh eight. So if you talk about like, <laughs> if you talk about, um, uh, you know, some of our leagues we don't even have fourteen rounds. So he will be undrafted in some leagues. Uh, so the twenty seventh quarterback being taken, which is insane, because the last three years, I mean, last year, he's quarterback thirteen. To, Two years before that, he he's been he's averaging in the last three years being the quarterback number eight overall. I mean, he he say what you want about him on the field, he is a good fantasy quarterback. He was great for yeah. I I think you're 100 percent right on the value. That's a extreme value because he will not be your first quarterback drafted. Yet he could be your best. I mean, yeah, he he won people fantasy leagues last year because he was great down the stretch if you remember uh three years ago i had that was when cam newton had the great year and in the keeper league i had cam newton and i had blake bortles mm-hmm. blake bortles you know threw for 35 uh 35 touchdowns that year and i went with cam newton in the championship game instead of bortles and if i would have played bortles i would have won the championship and uh yeah so um but I'm not saying he's going to throw for 35 touchdowns or 4,400 yards like he did that year. Well, and, and but... his, his one downside, uh, and this is a good thing, is is that he has a really good defense and he has a running game. So, ideally, I, I don't think the plan for Jacksonville 
is to have him be the game-winning quarterback every time, throwing the ball for three yards, like you said. But you know, it's he he uh, he does have the ability to do that, and they do have the offense that if they need to get get a lot of points, they they sh- they look like they're going to be able to do that. But that's my only fear for him is he could have a lot of you know very you know pedestrian style numbers because of how good their defense is supposed to be. Yeah, but the other thing, he does have a rushing aspect to his game. Every year he's been a starter, he's had over 300 yards or rushing, which yeah, that makes that, a huge. Yeah, that ma- makes a difference. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be just fine this year. Um, obviously, that's not a popular one. Jared Goff, I just think, uh, and I'll let you speak about Jared Goff. I just think, you know, last year was an anomaly. That team is not going to score that much, and. Uh, he didn't. He didn't look like Peyton Manning leading the highest scoring offense in the league. Uh, there was a lot of dump offs. Todd Gurley, you know, taking it to the house, and just a lot of very good skill players making him look very good. Um, well, and 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 actually, I, I'm as much as I agree with you that I, I think that's where I think there's going to be a you know a, a constant improvement where you know I think Blake Blake Bortles hasn't really improved that much. He's kind of plateaued. I think Goff is, is the style, style player that in the second year in Scott McFay's offense, I think it's he's going to evolve a little bit more. Um, I think he's going to look more like the guy that's that's the most important part of that team. Um, he, they have a couple different, you know, uh, additions to their team. Gurley's there. So I, I think he's going to be more of the traditional style, you know, good quarterback hopefully he can get rid of these hundred yard games, which he had two, three, uh, three, 300 yard games last year. That was just, you know, sad. So that's a, my word of the day is sad. That is sad. It is very sad. So, Uh, so I think, I think that's going to change. I think he's going to be a little more consistent and be, you know, and and get over the 4,000 yard uh, mark for this season. All right. uh, Moving on our, our 15s. Uh, I have Case Keenum, who you know signed with the Denver Broncos this year. I think he's he's going from a great situation with two great receivers, uh, and he's going to another situation where he has two very good receivers. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously we're both very high on Demarius Thomas. I think uh, Emmanuel Sanders is still very good, and actually Cortland Cortland Sutton, their their draft pick this year, looks to be uh, a great pickup for him. Uh, Case Keenum, after he kind of sealed up that job, I mean, second half of the year uh, was looking really pretty consistent. He did have some, you know, uh, I mean, half the time he was a quarterback number one, which is great. Um, he, he may need to improve on that a little bit to be the 15th uh, uh, best quarterback. But I, I have no concerns with him. I think he, he is a good football player. Um, you know, like it, I you know, like Blake Bortles, we said, maybe doesn't look great on the field, but he's good for fantasy. Case Keenum, I think, is he's just a good quarterback. He was most prolific quarterback in NCAA history, and I think once he gets away from Jeff Fisher, you you see what he can do. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm excited for him. Same uh, with Jared Goff. The more the more distance from Jeff, Jeff Fisher, the better they are. Yeah, yeah. Nick Foles too. Isn't it amazing how that happens? The the, the three quarterbacks that he he had on his team. Uh, his last year coaching, Jared Goff, Case Keenum, and Nick Foles, and look look what happens when they leave them. Leave the mustache. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, okay, Kirk, you have Jimmy Garoppolo. If you remember, I picked him as my dud, uh, my my bad value. And I think that's just because, uh, well, I mean, I think he'll be fine. I just like a lot of other players better than him. He, you know, he is being overdrafted right now. He is being drafted as the 10th quarterback, uh, which you can get him in the ninth round, which isn't bad. But as the 10th quarterback, there's Stafford, Rivers, Ryan, Roethlisberger, Goff. All of those guys are going behind him. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I agree. And that's why he's at the bottom of my list. Um, I, 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 might, I may place too much emphasis on the um, offense and, and Kyle Shanahan, and uh, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm giving him a boost. I think he fits what Kyle Shanahan likes to do. Um, so I, I, I feel like a top – I mean, he's middle of the pack. When you really look at it, I think he's – better than some other quarterbacks other half the other quarterbacks in the league so it's not it's not a huge leap to say that that's going to be the case yeah so all right that's all we have as far as rankings again you know we we believe in drafting quarterbacks late the great thing about quarterbacks is if if your draft pick like in in the family league last year i drafted andrew luck obviously he didn't play it down that's okay i just uh you know, I just streamed the position the entire year. Quarterbacks are predictable. You know, when they play bad passing defenses, they do well. They are the most predictable position out there. So you can pick up streamers and and be just fine if you don't want to commit to a season-long guy. Um, you know, if you had Drew Brees, he screwed you last year versus, you know, streaming a different quarterback with great matchups. So, Look to do that. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll be we'll be monitoring that throughout the year. We can talk more about it, but but that's my stance on it. Kirk, you have anything else to add before we get get out of here? Um, don't be a dope. Just say nope. <laughs> that's very very good advice. We probably should have said that from the beginning. <laughs> I got nothing. All right, man. Hey, that's all for the fancy boys. We're signing off. Okay. Fade now.